Welcome on into You Heard with Nerds. I'm Brett. I'm Dorian. Uh, we just want to say, you know, thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you subscribe and like this video. And if you're listening to the podcast, make sure you subscribe. Leave a review for us. It helps us out a great deal. Mm-hmm. Um, what are we talking about today, Dorian? We are talking about Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. We are talking about Doom, the tr- new trailer for the sci-fi movie that's going to be coming out uh, hopefully later this year. But first things first. Xbox Series X has been revealed here. And not only Series S. Oh, sorry, S, yeah. So Xbox Series X we've known and seen. This is going to confuse me for the next seven, ten years, however long this thing is going to be going for here. But that being said, we got not only uh, a reveal on the Series S, Mm -hmm. but we also got a price for it and a price for the Xbox Series X as well here. So. It'll be interesting to see what PlayStation does after this. Yeah, I'm assuming probably it's not going to I don't think it'll be the same cuz there's is, so if you've seen it maybe we'll be able to throw in a like a picture of the side by side of them. Yeah. Um, uh you know the Xbox Series X is this huge chunk of machine like it, it looks a like a tower. Fridge. Yeah, it's a mini fridge. And and uh, the freaking uh, Series S is like essentially a, a speaker or like, like an a, intercom. Yeah, it's weird looking. Like it has that sp- like speaker looking thing well, on yeah, it. Well, it's like, yeah, it's like a circle, but you would think like, oh, that's where the disc goes. Nope. nope no it's, disc drive. It's no, there's no disc drive in this thing. Basically, here. it's like a third the size of the Xbox Series X. And, yeah, it's slim. That's why it's probably called the S. And it's also uh, apparently Xbox's... Uh, Smallest Xbox that they have made yet. Yeah, which isn't saying much. It's not. I mean, they're, they're pretty. They're <laughs> Xbox pretty are pretty machines. bulky. Yeah. I mean, the Xbox 360 was pretty slim, especially the S models, like the slim yeah, models. No, absolutely, they were. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, but uh, obviously, it's going to play the next gen games. Right. Yeah. Uh, half a terabyte, basically, of storage. Yep, and yeah, solid state drive, so you still get that. Yeah, you still get the quick load time, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, it can up-res, I think, to 4K, but it's not going to play straight 4K. Yeah. I think that's what it said. It was uh, like 1280p upscaling to 4K, which is very confusing. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean it's a lot of jargon that, you know... It won't be true 4K, but it'll be close enough. Yeah, yeah, so... But yeah, uh, and it's going to be retailing at uh, twenty. Sorry, twenty nine ninety nine. Twenty nine. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I mean that'd be nice. <laughs> but no, uh, two two ninety nine. So three hundred bucks. Three hundred bucks altogether. Here is what you're looking at. So, uh, and then the price for the Series X is going to be four ninety nine. So five hundred, pretty much all together. Um, but couple of differences what's going to set this apart from the s and the x uh the x is going to have uh 8k capabilities which, which i don't even know what that means i mean you know i don't think anybody does i think they're just saying like <laughs> it's two hey, hey, 4k tvs hey, yeah we could we could uh <laughs> run two 4k tvs at the same time yeah but um it will have a disk drive so if you are looking to do HD 4K uh, DVDs. This is probably going to be the machine if you are going to be leaning more towards Xbox this generation. And both of these consoles will be launching on November 10th here. So, what do we what do we think about this here? Uh, honestly, 
I think we're both can kind of agree it doesn't bode well for this the Nintendo system. At least for right, right now. For right now, because you have to figure that essentially this next gen slim version of their console is going to be the same price as a Nintendo Switch is, which they haven't dropped the price for their base model since it's come out. So now I think this is going to be kind of a way to force Nintendo to actually drop that price at least 50 bucks, if not more so here. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you kind of... I don't know if they'll actually drop it because here's the deal. Like, mm-hmm. I don't remember too many uh, drops in like Wii prices or Wii U. It took, or, it took a while for the. I know there was a 3DS go. drop. I do remember that. Yeah, that uh, was that was pretty quick afterwards. But that was more because well, then they're like, "Oh, we're gonna give you free stuff too for those of you who bought it." Well, yeah, that was more of a matter of necessity because that happened like literally like a couple of months after the the 3DS just launched right. here, and they just didn't have like uh they just were having issues competing with the mobile market here so yeah but mm. nah um, i think uh you know so going back to the actual date that this thing's gonna get released november 10th that's a tuesday it seems like an odd day to launch a console on here i'm trying to think back i want to say the switch came out oh no it was a friday it was a friday and then i want to say the um like the Wii, the the PlayStation three and even like Xbox three sixty, I think like their launch days were more along the lines of the end of the week here. Like either a Thursday night or a Friday night or some or like something along those lines here. So Yeah, yeah. Um I mean, I don't think Nintendo has to worry at all. Like the the biggest thing that Nintendo always has going for it is number one, it's exclusive. And for the switch, it's portable. It's portable. Yeah. So, and there are these rumors of a switch pro coming very soon, potentially early next year, which I've, I've heard, I heard rumors. I don't know how true it is, but Nintendo has been making the rounds with a game development company saying, Hey, we want you to start uh, producing stuff in 4k now. Yes. So, and there could be just a dock system coming soon is, is what people are thinking is where it'll be a, so more of a traditional system. Yeah. Yep. Which so, I'm like, I mean, okay, I guess, uh, uh, but I'm not going to buy it. Well, right. I mean, ultimately what you're looking at here is you're looking at kind of the problem with like the switch light is it's a switch that doesn't switch. You know, you don't, you don't, <laughs> you don't switch from, you know, portable, the, you know, TV mode. It's just like either, Hey, now you just have this handheld mode. And so if the switch pro is just going to be just that, I don't know. I feel like that's. Uh, I feel like for the people who really want to play like, uh, you know, like uh, the best versions of like their Switch games, you know, in high definition and all that. I mean, sure, yeah, fine, that'll be for them. But I think the big, uh, the big selling point for this thing is the fact that it will be a portable uh, console. Here, this is essentially a Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty playstation 3 on the go so i don't know it'll be interesting to see big time uh something else that's uh pretty interesting i think dude we got we got rope doped this week hard i feel like yeah we got rope doped hard uh so i woke up uh or i sorry last week i don't remember what day it was and i remember seeing like there's a zelda trailer yeah. Let's freaking go, Nintendo. So, let's go. Yeah, like one didn't right read after any, the didn't other. Didn't read anything. Didn't read anything. Clicked on it, and I'm like, 
wait, so we're getting a prequel? Yeah. And then it was, it was Hyrule, Hyrule Warriors. Warriors. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah, I mean, it didn't really get me all that bad just because I saw, like, because I saw... Reactions and stuff? Well, no, I didn't see reactions. I just saw that, oh, another Hyrule Warriors game? Oh, wait, it's actually taking place, like, 100 years before Breath of the Wild. And it's actually, you know, has the same graphic style and everything like that. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I kind of had, like, the opposite, like, in terms of, like, the tri- oh, okay. trickle-down effect here in terms of, like... Uh, I got you. Yeah, I got is. I got rope dope then. Yeah. Uh, so, but with that said... Mm-hmm. This game is a, is interesting. I'm not going to say it's a it's, it appeases me. It does not appease me. Sure, uh, but it's interesting, especially for the from a story point of view. Now, yes, this is set uh, in a hundred years before. You know, you get the flashbacks in Breath mm-hmm. of the Wild. Yep, it's set during that time. Uh, you get to play as the four champions, Zelda and Link, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So you got six playable characters plus probably more. I'm guessing. I'm I'm assuming there we're gonna see more people uh, show up at some point in time, just because that's kind of how the Dynasty Warriors, um, you know, Muso type games are. They yeah. have a bunch of characters that you can play as, have a little bit of different styles of play and all that. So. Yeah, and the cool thing is, this is done in the Breath of the Wild style, and it's be- has direct oversight from Nintendo, if I'm not mistaken. It is, yeah. So I know that Nintendo is definitely uh, overseeing the story of this one. I don't know whether or not they are like really overseeing development. I think they might have said something along those lines. I can't quite remember. So I mean, if that's so, then I'm like, okay, that's actually makes this a little bit more appealing to me, just because. I didn't play Hyrule Warriors when it came out. I mean, I kind of always wanted to give it a shot. I haven't played any of the Dynasty Warrior games, so I don't really know whether or not it's for me or not. Probably not, in all honesty. I kind of feel like, uh, from what I've hear, heard, they're just mostly uh, mindless button ma- mashers for the most part. You just Yeah, it's I've so we had one on 360, I think. My brother bought it because he thought the samurai looked cool. Sure. It's literally that. Like You're just fighting hordes of bad guys and you know maybe there's very an objective little, very little challenge this this did look a little different um well yeah you, you had f- potions and stuff you could filter through like you, I, and yeah, i think that's an had, actual game but you had the runes uh from the breath of the wild yeah. game so you can do that you have like actual breath of the wild enemies here um i don't know i mean i really in terms of like this game i mean the main draw for me is or like the appeal for me is the story and like, you know, what it's going to be entailing and like what we, what we may or may not find out about this from this game. Uh, the actual gameplay itself, I don't know, probably, probably really not going to do a whole lot for me, but this does kind of get me excited just because it kind of feels like this is a little bit of a, of like a kind of like a hype man for breath of the wild too, like as a way to kind of Start building interest back up or something along those lines, potentially. You could call it a hype, man. I call it just a tease. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm saying, like, in terms of, like... We got hosed, basically. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm i kind of reserving my judgment on this one because I, I could see it, like, going both ways in terms of, like, whether or not this will actually be a fun game to play or whether it won't be. I mean, we did get a little bit of an update on... Uh, Breath of the Wild too. Yeah, it's still in development. It's still in development. I mean, that's <laughs> that's about all we know here. I mean, we didn't get like much more than that. So I mean, this game has been in development for like five years. Then, 
No. Yeah, because they started. It was initially going to be like DLC, DLC, and so they would have started on it when the game was being developed. And Breath of the Wild came out in 2017. It came out in 2017. Right. Yeah. But they were working on DLC like after it came out. I don't know about that. They had to have finished that game and been working on this as as a part of what they were doing. I mean, I'm not I'm not entirely sure of the timeline, but that's what that's what I was told is like they didn't have like the DLC all ready and done here because okay. so but they were working on it during that time. So yeah, we'll uh we'll revisit that soon we'll, enough. We'll revisit that soon enough. So Scott Pilgrim versus the world something or another. Yeah, so uh basically when Scott Pilgrim the movie came out that had like a tie-in game that came out with it which was basically done in the style of a 90s beat 'em up and actually followed like the comics of Scott Pilgrim uh more than it did the movie and it was dope like have you ever played this one I didn't play it but I wasn't I like I liked Scott Pilgrim versus the world but I wasn't the biggest fan of sure. it Sure 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 But no I didn't play the game Yeah it's honestly I kind of feel like it might be up your alley if you because I mean, it's, you know, ninety style beat 'em up here, four players, um, and dope art style, dope music. But basically, the, mi- the reason why this is kind of a big deal is because uh, it was taken off uh, like the PlayStation Network and like a Xbox Game Store a while back because of licensing deals and all that. The license expired, so they couldn't sell it anymore. It was originally uh, developed through Ubisoft, so. It was basically just going to be like one of these games that was kind of going to be kind of lost to time for the most part. But uh, I guess people worked something out and now it's back and you're going to have basically all the DLC. Uh, it's going to be in coming like sometime in the holiday season this year. So, no, I'm actually kind of, I'm glad to see that's back on the store shelf, so to speak. It's probably just going to be digital only from what I understand, but. No, I mean, I'm actually excited about it. I might might pick it up again. We'll see. Cool. So. All right, let's talk about the war. Uh, Yeah. The Fork Knife War. The Fork Knife War. Uh, Epic Games. So this is interesting, too, because they just came out with another game, obviously, Spellbreak. Yeah. Um, And I don't see that coming to iOS anytime soon. Nope. Nope. So according to projections on, on their overall loss as of... How many weeks? It's probably been a month, right? It's been roughly about a month, I want to say, from uh, when this whole thing has happened. Maybe even a little bit longer here. Which, and they're averaging twenty a loss of twenty six million, yeah, a month from not having it up in the yeah the app, yeah, the app store. Which kind of surprised me. I figured like you'd have a, a much bigger majority on on your base playing on like an actual console here, but I mean. I guess like if you have like a couple of kids in the house and like yeah, have a one's, tablet. Well, yeah, one's on one's on the actual like PlayStation or Xbox. The other one is, you know, wants to play, but they have to like you know play on like the mobile version or yeah. something like that. I guess that kind of makes sense. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, nah, it's kind of crazy of like uh, how much how much money they're actually losing by doing this here. You know, no kidding. I mean, I kind of figured like this was going to be kind of more of like a calculated hit. Like it'd probably be like less money, like maybe, I don't know, like 5 million a month or something along those lines. Yeah. I I was not anticipating 26 mil. Yeah. Me neither. But I mean, here's the thing. Epic is currently estimated at, at a value of like 17 billion right now. So, I mean, they can afford to wait this thing out a little bit longer here, but again, it's 
you don't make a business for not making money here. Yeah. That's and true. I don't know. It seems like they overplayed their hand. They thought that they were, they were too big to fail or something like that. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just looking like uh Epic just kind of played themselves in this whole situation here. Pretty much. Yeah. Hopefully they just come to agreement soon. Something. I mean, you or know, just don't have it in the app store. Just don't have it in the app store, which I mean, again, is going to be, Still going to be a pretty big blow, but I mean, it's obviously, yeah, it's who knows how this thing's going to shake out because I mean, it's obvious that Apple or sorry, Epic has a big bone to pick with Apple here. I mean, they've, they were already planning this move like probably months in advance before it actually happened. And so now if they have to like, you know, kind of go back to Apple with their tail between their legs, not a great look. No, so not at all. It's real. I don't think it's really a matter of like how much money epic is going to lose on this one here i think it's more of a matter of what is their reputation going to be after uh all this has happened because essentially you're holding like your your fan base hostage on you know certain platforms because you decided to have a war with a company pretty much yeah business is business i guess business is business all right, so uh, a game that I grew up playing uh, on PlayStation 2, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, mm-hmm. is getting a remake. And I actually watched the featurette they kind of put out uh, for GamesCon, I think. Or was it? No, Ubisoft Forward. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. I don't know. There's been so many of those stinking events that I don't even know their names. Yeah, it's hard to keep track of like what's going on. There. They had uh, like pre-alpha footage. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks fine. Uh, I loved this game as a kid. I thought it was the coolest game, like platformer, like run on walls, yeah, dope weapons, uh, turn back time, rewind time, which was amazing. Yeah, I mean, it was good enough that got a mediocre movie based off of it. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm excited for them to make this. I mean, I'm if it comes out on this generation, the current generation, I can I'll probably get it. I think it. I think. It I think will. they said it, it will be. I think they said like yeah, they had that. I don't. That, that was like one of the weird things about that announcement is they didn't say Xbox uh, Series X or PS5, but they did say PS4 and uh, Xbox uh, yeah. One. So yeah. <laughs> so so already we're kind of getting uh, – we're already seeing uh, Ubisoft pick sides on this thing here, I guess. I don't know. It'll probably, it'll probably show up on both those yeah, I think it'll consoles be fine. here. But – um, yeah, I mean, I have actually never played this game. Uh, just heard nothing but good things about it. So I'll probably check out the remaster or the remake, whatever this sure. is actually going to be here. And, um, yeah. Give cool. It a shot. Yeah. Uh, we were also surprised with the Dune featurette and trailer mm-hmm. this week. Um, now I haven't read this book. Me neither. Or I guess it's a series, but the original book I know is like sci-fi hall of fame. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've always been interested in reading it, but I just haven't really gotten around to it. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see the movie looks interesting. Like I don't, I literally know nothing about Dune itself. Like the book, mm-hmm. I just know it's sci-fi. Uh, the trailer looked pretty dope. Yeah, no, I think it was a, it's a, a good trailer to get kind of pique your interest here and like, just kind of give you essentially like, uh, because I mean, this movie is supposed to come out sometime in December and typically for the last couple of years, we've had like either a Lord of the Rings slash Hobbit movie or a Star Wars movie. And we're not getting yeah. any of that this year. So 
this might be kind of like a nice, good uh, placeholder for that or kind of like a, you know, something to replace that here. Yeah, and I hope, honestly, they were talking about the size and scope and a lot of comparisons to Star Wars yeah. got made. Uh, it's just bigger, it's vaster. And, I'm, and in my head, I'm like, I know it's like two kind of families. So I'm like, how big is this scope actually? Like, what does it look like? Right. They showed some concept stuff. Um I don't know. And that's also Isaac, uh, Oscar, uh, Isaac, Oscar, Isaac, Oscar, Isaac. I'm like, Oh gosh, Oscar, Isaac, uh, saying this, which he's been known to not be the biggest fan of his own work in star Wars. So, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I don't know. It's going to be a wait and see thing, obviously. I mean, but you know, speaking as somebody who knows really next to nothing about like this whole, uh, series and whatnot, I mean, obviously it looks interesting uh, and, you know, getting a bit of the Star Wars slash kind of Game of Thrones vibe from it because yeah. it seems like obviously there's going to be a war or like, you know, some issue. And then you have what looks like the main character who has like prophetic dreams and then he uh, is like a messiah character. And then all right. And then also you have uh, kind of like the whole like. Uh, what does it mean to be essentially a ruler uh, dynamic that seems to be thrown in there as well? Yeah. So definitely. So, yeah, I mean, it's um, no, I'll be, I'll be looking forward to it. I mean, seems interesting enough to actually go buy a movie ticket. If that is even an option come uh, December here and watch it. Yeah. I think it comes out December 18th. Yeah. So uh, I'll go see it. It looks interesting. So, yeah. Uh, we got word the walking dead is finally dead. Kind of, kind of. There's like three different series that are spinning off from it. Yeah. Uh, there's one that's like 10 years later. I saw a, tra- a trailer for that. Um, I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. It's supposed to be after civilization's been kind of back to normal. They've got like, they've got like their own little society going. Really? Okay. Yeah. I didn't hear anything about that. It's one like here. 10 years in the future. Is that? Is okay, but that's not the Daryl and Carol spinoff. That's not the Daryl and Carol spinoff. No. Okay. This is a whole different story. It's like these about these kids trying to go find one of their parents. Gotcha. Uh, stuck in New York, which is like an unsafe zone. Like there's still like a bunch of gotcha. walkers and stuff. So I mean, it's, uh, so it kind of sounds like it might almost be kind of a similar situation to like Attack on Titan. They'll have like these uh, established cities, city walls, it's typically safe in mm-hmm. there, but like. Outside the walls, you know, yeah, you got exactly. a bunch of danger. Here. Yeah. 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 So, uh, Meh. we'll see what else happens. But yeah, I heard about the Daryl and Carol spinoff. Yeah. Just the name of it sounds funny. It, it does. Great. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, obviously Daryl is a very popular char- uh, character here. Um, Carol, I have no idea what's going on with her in terms of that. I, don't I thought know. she was dead. Uh, and I, 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 I knew she came back. Yeah. Uh, and I know... Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like, uh, did they ever become a thing? Those two or something? I think like they did. Uh, they had like a which weird is, relationship, on again, off again. Yeah, which is still just kind of a weird thing here, just given the age difference. But hey, I mean, you know, whatever here. I so, mean, I especially stopped. for Norman Reedus, he's actually not like a bad looking dude. He could like, you know, I missed into the world. For yeah, them. there's I not guess, a lot of I guess, choices. Yeah, I, not yeah, true, very true. They've been through a lot. They they have been through a lot. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I stopped watching this show, I want to say, in, like, 2015 here. And, I mean, honestly, I think this whole end to the main series 
Should have been done a long, long time ago. I think ago. I stopped after season three. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what year that was. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think like I think two, I think it was a little bit before you. Yeah, two thousand thirteen. I want to say or something like that. But yeah, it. I mean, as I mean personally, I mean at a certain point, like I don't know about you, but they they were just recycling storylines here. You know, it's just like they find a civil like you know some new like sanctuary city or whatever. Things might not be on the up and up there. Hey all goes to crap they're back on the road rinse and repeat basically for the most part here is how how that whole show goes and then you know just like they they kill off like pretty much all like the likable and interesting characters and then just bad acting and just you know people making decisions for like no good reason whatsoever here so yeah yeah i mean i don't know man (laughs) i'm just i'm just I know Walking Dead has had like a pretty rough go of it the last couple of years, especially after they killed off uh, Glenn and yeah. all that, and then like Rick's not not even on the show anymore. Here, Carl's dead, so it's kind of like okay, well, what do you got left here? Even you know after all of this here, I think this show sh- should have been put to rest like a long, long time ago. No kidding. Um, I mean, sure, I'm glad it's kind of finally happening. I mean, I did enjoy like maybe the first two and. A- two and a half seasons of this show, but yeah. Yeah. Those were pretty good. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it for this week. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Check us out on all our social media, YouTube, Apple podcasts, or wherever podcasts are found. Uh, have an awesome week. And remember everyone's nerd about something.